Bill O'Reilly in the Cable News War. Hello, Bill. How are you? I'm the same, Beck, but Happy New Year. And I I have a question before we get underway. Yes. So the Glenn Beck program is a fusion between enlightenment and yes. entertainment. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes, yes. Okay, where am I in that in that fusion? Uh, you are unfortunately not involved in any of that. Uh, <laughs> oh, you're kind of the anomaly. Yeah. At first I thought I was in a restaurant. Some <laughs> fusion, all that <laughs> yeah, fusion no. thing, uh, whatever uh, that is. All right, so tell me about the cable news war and how it's changing. All right, call him on uh, BillOReilly.com. Open everybody to read it. Uh, you are seeing... Not this week, because this week is, uh, is with the president's address on the border and all that, news. Um, a different situation. But mm. over the past couple of months, a uh, decline in viewership on Fox News and uh, MSNBC now uh, some nights winning in prime time, which never, ever happened. And uh, the audience for cable news on a consistent basis, dropping. And it's because it's all Trump all the time. And, um, you know, if you go and you want other news, you're just not going to get it. And it's not really, you're not getting the news anyway. You're either getting we hate Trump or we love Trump. Business decisions were made. Um, In the beginning, they paid off. And now I believe once Donald Trump leaves the stage... The cable news is in serious, serious trouble. I think they're in serious trouble, perhaps even before he leaves the stage. I, I, I just don't. But you're always going to get that hit. See, yeah. what MSNBC has done is they've created a reality broadcast network. And the reality theme is, when will we get President Trump? So every night, that's where they're going. When, when are we going to get him? Here's what happened today, and and we're getting closer, and this could happen. CNN does that on a lesser extent. CNN is number three because they can't hate as much as MSNBC. They're trying. They're they're, they're sending their personnel to loathing classes, but they're just (laughs) not at the hate level that msnbc is so let me ask you and, a, let me ask you a question here bill um an, an honest question that you probably no other host in america would ask this question what's the difference between what msnbc is doing now and what let's say i was doing when i was at fox well i never saw you as a hater i mean you weren't gleefully trying to destroy anyone i watched your show and you were on my show you appeared on the factor mm-hmm. and i don't remember you you sitting there rubbing your hands together going, oh, we got, got him, him now. no we, we were we well, i did actively hate woodrow wilson but he's been dead for a very long time <laughs> yeah so it I, wasn't cable in back i just yeah. want to remind you right that, you know <laughs> right i know you i know alive then well, so i don't know where you were actually hating i know him, but, i know well i was i was i was hating a few years too Teddy late. roosevelt also loathed him so you have that in common yes with, uh, i uh, with teddy yeah and i don't really like teddy roosevelt either but that's a different story so tell me about um before we leave cable news is there anything just really good and entertaining you can say about Jim Acosta and his border <laughs> trip? Did you see but this? Acosta epitomizes what's happened. Mm-hmm. So he's CNN's White House correspondent. So it used to be on the news agencies that you would get news from the White House correspondent, right? Mm-hmm. It's what happened today and it's what they're doing. And No, no. Now, Jim Acosta, he's basically 
guiding you through hate Trump land. And he's not really interested in reporting facts or seeking the truth about anything. He's interested in demeaning Donald Trump. So his whole job is really a facade. Why don't they just say, here's Jim Acosta, our hate Trump correspondent, reporting from wherever. That would be honest. Could 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 I ask you something? You know, the White House correspondents used to be like like Jake Tapper, who I think is a is a is a, a good journalist. It, it's it's like they've replaced Jake Tapper in the White House with Rick Sanchez, who is just this awful <laughs> clown of a reporter. Well, I disagree with you on uh, Mr. Tapper. I have no respect for him whatsoever. Really, um, I think that he um, is much better at presenting himself as a, you know, somebody who does seek the truth, but he certainly does not, in my opinion, my humble opinion. Um, if you look back at the White House correspondence, it is not a crew, generally speaking, that you would admire. I mean, Dan Rather, Sam Donaldson. Uh-huh. I mean, these people had agendas all day long, but they were forced by their masters, their corporate masters, to hide it. They had to hide it. Now, I work with both Rather and Donaldson. I saw it with my eyes. They loathed. Donaldson loathed Reagan. Uh, uh, Rather loathed Nixon. Hated them. But they couldn't come right out and say it, as Acosta does, and some of the others. Um, so that was the difference. Where do you stand um, on the president uh, this week and his his address to the nation on the border? What did you think people missed? Um, I think Trump Trump won that Tuesday night uh, wrestling match because Pelosi and Schumer came across as, let's say, doddering. I think that might be the word doddering, D-O-D-D-E-R-I-N-G. They, well, he's mean, uh, he's mean, and the government shut down, and he's so mean. And that's what it came across. That was their presentation. It wasn't like, we have a better idea to secure the nation's border. We really understand there's a problem down there and want to fix it. No, no, no. That's not what they did. So Trump got eight minutes to put his view across to many Americans who were stunned that they actually had to watch some kind of news program. I mean, they were looking for the family guy, and all of a sudden, here's the non-family guy, Donald Trump, because all the networks are forced to take it. Now, I understand there were a lot of broken dishes and angst, but they, a lot of people who never consume news were forced to watch this. And Trump got his message across using facts in eight minutes. So I thought he did himself some good. Uh, what do you think about his the possibility of him using the emergency um, an emergency order to say we've it's we've, not a good thing because it diverts the story away from the seriousness of the problems at the southern border and makes it all about Donald Trump. So that's what the left wants. The left wants him. They're goading him. They're hoping that he does say national emergency. I'm taking money from this fund and I'm building a wall and blank you. That's what Pelosi, Schumer, CNN, MSNBC want. All right. And then they go, oh, he's a dictator. Look at, the, uh, look at him. 
Okay, he's a baby. He's throwing a tantrum. And then that becomes the story for a week. And then the real seriousness of tons of narcotics coming here, uh, millions of people coming here, and we don't know who they are, that goes by the wayside, which is what the left wants. They, they don't want to talk about drugs and people smuggling and all that. They, they, they never mention the Amnesty International study that says 60 percent of migrant women on their way to the border are assaulted, raped, whatever. They, they never even report it. That's not a crisis. 100,000 people dying of drugs every year in this country is not a crisis. The Mexican drug cartels running that nation, literally running it, is not a crisis. You're not going to get that reportage. You're never going to get it. It's all oh, that trap. Look at him. He's Hitler again. So, how, he is. so how does this end? Um, who, who do you think is going to have to break first, uh, the president or Pelosi and Schumer? Well, Trump's not going to break. That's not going because that's if he did, that's the end of his administration. He'll never be reelected. So Trump will either string it out or declare a national emergency. Those are only his only two options. Could we? Could Both we? In Schumer, if the polling next week comes in, as I think it might, and said most people want this border solved. They might have to go back and compromise a little bit and then put a happy face on the comp. Where are the adults in the room? Where are the ones there, you know, and we uh, so we'll compromise, get that uh, government open again. So I think that the odds, if you had to bet, would be that the Democrats would probably, as you put it, break first, because Trump simply cannot if he expects to be reelected. So I think there is a different uh, there's a different outcome if he needs to break first. And we talked about it uh, last night. Stu and I were talking about what Ted Cruz is doing. Um, and I think it's really important and could be a very uniting thing that could compel the the president not only into a 2020 win, but could actually be very uniting. And we'll go into that with Bill O'Reilly when we come back. Bill, tell me what you think about this potential idea. I think it would be great for the State of the Union. We're coming out of this whole border thing. Let's say it gets solved or it doesn't. Either way, we've learned a big lesson here yet again that Congress is completely terrible and the the people there just don't do their jobs. So if we're going to have a bold new proposal that I think can actually help unite the country uh, and is incredibly popular, uh, Ted Cruz just announced uh, a, a, a new constitutional amendment for term limits. This has been around for a long time. It is uh, this is the polling on it. Seventy six percent of Democrats agree with term limits. Eighty three percent of independents and eighty nine percent of Republicans. It's actually more popular among Republicans than the wall is. And Donald Trump has said he ran on the fact that he would do it. He supported it as, as recently as just a few months ago. The last time there was a push for it, Mick Mulvaney, who's now chief of staff, was the guy behind it. This is something that I think could take it out of this sort of you know, partisan divide, give us something that we could actually do. And I would love to see these Democratic Senate candidates that are going to be running for president try to tell the American people that they need to be there for the next 60 years instead of having limited terms. What do you think? Well, nobody would do that, though. Everybody's going to say, oh, we're for term limits. But then when it comes down to voting for it, many of them won't. Um, I don't see how that is going to immediately impact the hatred of the two parties right now. Um, you know, when you have a president 
who has alienated the opposition to the extent that Trump has, the opposition is basically, so we're going we're gonna to get him out at all costs. So that's what we have. And so it's like there isn't anything we're not going to do to get him out. And that includes we're not going to be reasonable. We're not going to compromise. We're not going to do anything that he wants. But that is, and but that is why we are. But I think that's why uh, with independence, this term limit thing we could be perfect timing. Because let's say he didn't but get the wall. You're, you're, hang on, hang on. It's, hang a little, on. it's not cause and effect because it. it uh, yes, it is. These guys were for going to be two year, two term limits for senators, mm-hmm. 12 years mm-hmm. and probably five or six for the House. But I guess my argument so is they're still going to serve a long period of time. Yeah, I think I think you know, I believe it's a good long term thing that we need separate from yeah, any political long-term, thing. But it's not going to. But it's also good nation po- now. Short term, it's good politics. I think short term, it's good politics. Mm-hmm. It's something that right, every, again, everybody it's wants to be on the top of the radar screen. But Trump People can put anything on the top of the radar screen. He just has to say it a bunch of times and everyone will start uh, you know, attacking him and going All after right. him. And I think that's a good thing. I mean, let them come after him for something that 80 percent of the people actually want. Play offense, not defense. I don't think defense. anybody will. I think they'll all mouth platitudes that yes, good then let's fine. then let's vote it in and then when you didn't when you voted against it let's make sure that donald trump can talk to every single senator that is running and every single congressman that is running and say oh yeah but where did you vote on that where did you vote on that where did your party stand on that you said you were for it, but you voted as a block against it that's that's exactly what the american people hate is people I say one thing and that, do though. the other yeah I don't know if that legislation would ever even get in, because Mitch McConnell would have to get it in, and mm-hmm. he's Mr. Non-Term Limits, isn't he? Yes, he is. He would be, he would be a problem. Mm-hmm. He would be a problem, but right. uh, I'd right. love to see it him mistry it. What was that bill again? I didn't quite understand that. You're going to have to go back and rewrite it again. <laughs> so what happens to the shutdown? You know, we're at another payday today. Yeah. Um, Nothing. I mean, uh, they'll get... They, being the government workers, will get reimbursed when the government finally opens. They'll get back pay. Um, so nothing will happen. It'll just be, you know, if you go to Yellowstone, it's going to be tough to use the head. I mean, that's just the way it's going to be. <laughs> right. So if you if you have, let's say you're a government worker, um, you're yeah. going to get all of this money. You could go right. to a bank or a credit union and just say, hey, here's my pay stub. I'm part of the government uh, shutdown. I'm going to get it, so I just need this every two weeks until this is done, and I'll sign it over to you. And everybody would give you that loan. Um, the, I hope so. I mean, and if should. they didn't, then they should tell the press who might even report that locally. Yeah, I mean, there, um, there should be. A, I mean, a bank, you know, maybe not because it's so political now, but if some bank should stand up and just say, hey, by the way, federal workers, we've got a program for yeah, you we'll help you out, we'll help you, we'll out. Help you, out. you know right, you just right. when you get it you bring it back to us and we'll we'll give you the salary a bank could look really good by solving uh, by solving that absolutely that's a good idea back that's part of the enlightenment <laughs> yes it is uh now uh part of the entertainment and comedy um your thoughts on how it's going to how it's going to actually play out this this thing about uh, you know the american people are being hurt and uh and and security is is being weakened 
do you believe that this can last very long and Trump uh, come out victorious with this? I think that uh, there'll be some resolution uh, in the next couple of weeks. I think that if the Trump administration believes that uh, the Democrats are not going to compromise, that they will do the emergency thing. Um, Because, again, this strengthens Trump in front of his core. It looks like he's a man of action standing up to the villainous Democrats. Um, And I think they'll take the calculation that, look, We'll do this. We'll open a government. We'll fund the wall, and our people will like it and and reelect him. So that's what I see happening if the compromise doesn't come. All right. Um, when we come back, I want to talk to you a little bit about Michael Cohen. Uh, again, the newsrooms were rubbing their hands in glee. We've got him uh, this time. They, they want all the stuff. Yeah. Uh, and so he's yeah. gonna he's gonna testify in front of Congress in February before heading to prison. Want to get your thoughts on what he's what he's going to say, the damage, if any, that that would uh, cause, uh, and more with Bill O'Reilly from BillOReilly.com. You can watch the No Spin Zone at BillOReilly.com. Become part of the uh, the future and the media of the next generation, not not you know not not part of the media of uh, 1950, uh, the mainstream media. Bill O'Reilly from BillOReilly.com. We continue in just a second. This is the Glenn Beck Program with Bill O'Reilly. Bill, we want to clean up one of the facts that we've heard quoted three different ways. We've been quoting the president, um, and everybody else, including you, have have said that this number is even higher. So I want to know which is right. Yeah, Bill, it's a sexual assault number uh, coming across the Mexican border. You, you said, you think you said 60%. I've heard two-thirds. Yeah, Amnesty International has reported that. Yeah, there's a Huffington Post report from a couple of years ago that said 80%. The president, however, in his address said it was one-third. I don't know if he just misread the number or... No, Doctors Without Borders says it's 30%. Okay. So look... It's a lot. Um, the, the confusion is that how are you going to get accurate reporting? You're not. Um, so... We the only thing you do is cite the agencies that go in and and ask people um, what happened. But do the math. If you are a young woman and you are walking in territory controlled by cartels, what do you think is going to happen toward the Mexican border? What do you think is going to happen to you? Mm-hmm. All right. So no matter what the stat is, whether it's thirty three or sixty. That's a national crisis if we care, we, the United States, about defenseless poor women being brutalized. And you want to talk about a power dynamic. The power dynamic between a, a woman and a coyote is a little off the charts. Yeah, especially when they have guns yes. and knives and they'll use them. Yeah. All right. All right let, so. Go ahead. Uh, let's talk a little bit about Michael Cohen real quick and what Michael Cohen is expecting to expected to say in front of Congress and, uh, you know, how everyone is licking their chops on this on the left. Yes, yeah, so this is another example of the cable disintegration that I write about on BillOReilly.com in my column. So what you're going to have here is this guy, Cohen, who hates Trump going to sit there and then democrats are going to say oh what did he tell you about stormy daniels oh what did he tell you about karen mcdougall 
How many other women were there? What did he do with those women? Were you there? It's going to be salacious with a capital S. And that's what the cable and network news wants. Diminish the president. So it's going to be like Bill Clinton. We got all the Lewinsky stuff, all right? This is part two. And Cohen will sit there and he'll say whatever he wants, whether it's true or not. All right, even though he's under oath, so what? How is that going to be disproved? It's a he said, she said. He's the lawyer. Uh, Trump is the client. So what does he do? What does Trump do? Now, I would ignore it, but you're going to have at least seven days of that, at yeah. least. And Trump is not All capable along, of ignoring every it. Every second, yeah. every salacious thing, yeah. and Cohen's going to get his revenge. All right, let me change subjects to two videos that came out. Uh, the first one uh, is uh, is Beto in the dental chair. Listen yeah. to this. Uh, so I'm here at the dentist, and we're going to continue our series. Okay, this is crazy, but not as crazy Diana, as Elizabeth God. Warren and her video. Let me play a clip of this. Hold on a sec. I'm going to get me um, a beer. <laughs> so bad. Hey, get me a beer. Robert, my husband Bruce is now in here. Oh my gosh! Um, you want a beer? No, I'll pass on the beer for now. You sure? I'll okay. pass on the beer for now. So hey. this is my sweetie. We don't usually Hello. drink beer. And I'm crazy. Okay, all right. So Bill, first of all, less filling. Oh my gosh! This is. I mean, I beg the Democrats. I. Beg the Democrats, yeah. please run Elizabeth Warren, please, because she makes Hillary Clinton look less wooden. Now, that's not a wooden uh, cigar Indian thing. That's not what yeah, I meant by that. Just a little stiff. Yeah. Well, you know, I went to Harvard and I believe I saw Elizabeth Warren uh, careening down Mass Avenue uh, with a couple of beers in her hand. But yeah. I, I, it could be wrong. Yeah, well, she I, says, you know. you, if you heard her say, let me, I'm going to get me a beer. I'm going to uh, get me a beer. I'm going to get me a beer. And then I'm going to shoot my shotgun out the back window. <laughs> <laughs> so um, is if you had to pick the three most yeah. dangerous people to run against uh, Donald Trump, who would they be? Well, you are you asking me for serious whether serious. they beat him or just yeah. ridiculous? No, no, no. Seri- the the people who you would say these would be serious contenders. For instance, I think Joe Biden would be a serious contender. Yes, there's I no think- doubt that Biden would be a serious contender. Um, but Trump, you know, would pretty could lash him in the debates. Look. If Michelle Obama runs for president, as I understand some very powerful people are asking her to do, she would win. And so that's where you start. Michelle Obama would win the presidency of the United States. And then from there, Oprah, uh, Biden, um, maybe... Cuomo, the governor of New York, no way. possible, because he's got New York and California locked up. He just needs to peel off Florida. Uh, those are the ones. Okay. So if I did the top three, 
not counting Michelle Obama yeah, because I, I think that's I agree that's, that's a, a really that's a wild card. I, I, do you expect her to do it, Bill? I know she's people I want her. I do not her. expect her to do it, mm-hmm. but it is entirely possible. Mm-hmm. You got to understand that there's a crew and her husband would probably have the final say on it. Barack Obama. But there is a crew and they regularly meet. Oprah's part of that crew. Um and this topic, my sources tell me, is always discussed. Mm. I will mm. tell you, um, I don't think they like uh, Hillary Clinton all that much. And just the icing on the cake would be that Hillary Clinton, it, she, she might have to check herself into a mental institution. <laughs> if well, it was Barack Obama a Republican, and then the wife of the president. She'd lose her mind. Well, Hillary Clinton is not going to get the nomination. No, 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 no. No, I know that. But I'm just saying that's what her dream was. She was going to be the one. And to have it, Michelle Obama would drive her nuts. exactly the same scenario with a much better candidate. Yes. Michelle Obama is a very formidable woman uh, and can handle herself. But what she has going for her is – Basically, the press would just lockstep right behind her. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't. They didn't. Okay, there's so a lot of people in the press. Percent. Yeah, a lot of people uh, in the press don't Fox like her. Only Fox News. Right. Only Fox News would be opposed. Um, and and the other thing is that if you criticized Michelle Obama, you know, then you're a racist. Okay. Um, so and, so and so that hang on. Card would be front and center. Um, so she would get no scrutiny at all. And then there would be Barack saying, hey, happy days are here again. We'll be in. We'll, all of this crazy Trump stuff will be gone. And um, Barack Obama won the presidency twice on very thin record. He didn't have a good record to run on. So people listening to us right now, I want you to write down that O'Reilly put forth this on January 11th, 2019, because it is entirely possible Probable. I don't think Mrs. Obama wants to do it, but she could be persuaded. Let uh, mm. write this down in your journals wow. that on the same day, Glenn Beck told Bill O'Reilly how it becomes probable, and that is economic calamity. If we have a serious economic downturn, it not only becomes probable for her w- running, but very probable of her winning. Easily because she can just say, well, "Remember the good old days." Her, though, what'd you say? If Trump, if Trump's not going into the vote with a strong economy, he loses. Yes, to I anyone, agree. Bill. You All think right, even I mean, like and, Elizabeth and, Warren? And he's not going to lose to Kamala Harris or Bernie Sanders, but he will. The Democrats will run a moderate against him if the economy wobbles, and, and they're not going to look. These far left people—they're entertaining, and the press loves them. But they're not serious candidates. Nobody. Kamala Harris is going for vice president. Yes. She's hoping that that Biden, if he gets the nomination, will pick her as VP. And I think that's all a calculation. Beto, all Beto wants is lecture fees and a book. I mean, it's money in the bank for him to do this. Hmm. Now, is there an outside shot? He would be VP. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they might. But I don't think they're going to run two white men. Um, uh, with the no, he's not white. Sentiment among the Democratic Party. No, he's Hispanic. Um, <laughs> no, I mean, it, but it, you know, identity politics is selection of race. 
to represent your party. No, he's Hispanic. I mean, I'm from Texas. I saw the campaign. It was Hispanic against a white man. And the white man was Ted Cruz, and the Hispanic was Beto. But he's Irish. <laughs> oh, please don't confuse facts. You with, and your facts. Oh, my gosh. So oh, annoying. It's oh, part of the fusion, though, Beck, between enlightenment and entertainment. <laughs> Bill O'Reilly, thank you so much. We'll uh, talk again All next right, week. Guys. Thank you very much for having me. You, but that, there's well, no was, plug or anything? You don't want to yeah, throw the plug? A, Oh, you know, killing the SS number six. Uh, it's number three this week, uh, this Sunday, and then the six after a quarter of a year on the list. So it's got to be good, right? Killing mm-hmm. the SS, got to be good. Beck even liked it. Yeah, we elected um, Barack Obama. So I'm not sure I trust the American people. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, Bill O'Reilly. And then uh, BillOReilly.com, as you kindly mentioned, yeah. is a, a place for lively uh, and honest analysis. Thank you so much, Bill. Appreciate it. All right, guys. God Happy bless.